Tucker Carlson had a rant last night that I think needs to be answered one at a time. So I need, I'm going to do it a bit differently than how I normally do these videos. But let's go ahead and let's get started. You've heard a lot over the past few days about the security of our electronic voting machine. And this is a real issue, no matter who raises it or who tries to dismiss it out of hand as a conspiracy theory. Electronic voting is not as secure as traditional hand counting, period. It never will be as secure. Voters can see this because it's obvious and it makes them nervous. And why wouldn't it make them nervous? And guess what? He starts out with a statement that every progressive would agree with. We don't like electronic voting without any kind of a paper trail so that we can go back and verify that what was recorded in those machines or actually something that we saw a voter do. So he's absolutely right. Agreed with him 100% there. Our leaders have given us every reason not to trust technology. The people now telling us to stop asking questions about voting machines are the same ones who claimed that our phones weren't listening to us. They lie. We all know that. Other countries... And you know what? Again, another statement of truth. In fact, we had things like uh, uh, some of the, these uh, listening devices, one that you can say, hey, okay, Google, what's this? Or uh, Alexa, what's that? You know, a lot of people don't realize these things are always listening to you. And the companies that, are, that, are connect, that it's connected to, they could tell you anything, but it's something that you can never trust because somebody at the back end, which is who would always be listening to that thing, uh, whether it's a computer or something else, there is a connection between your home and that device. So it's true. Uh, you can't trust the company. So if you have any of those listening devices in your home, always remember that if you have anything very secret to talk about that you want nobody to ever know about, you should never be talking aloud so that that stuff can hear you. So again, He's right. Countries understand it. They don't use electronic voting because they know it undermines confidence in democracy. A system cannot function if no one trusts the vote. And that's true here, too, as we're finding out. Going forward, we need to find out exactly what happened in this month's presidential election. We need to find out no matter how long it takes the investigation to unfold or how much it costs. And once we get answers from that investigation, we ought to revert immediately to the traditional system of voting, the one that served our democracy for hundreds of years. What we're doing now is not working. That's an understatement. As it Okay, so check it out again. Now he says, this is where he starts to get nebulous. In other words, he's implying that there's something specific to this 2020 election that is dubious compared to, let's say, the 2016 election where Donald Trump was able to scantily win the Electoral College but lose the, uh, the popular vote and this time again lose the popular vote in a humongous landslide and still and still think that somehow things were rigged against the loser somehow. That is where he begins to get nebulous. Let's continue. Tonight, the state of New York still hasn't managed to count the votes in five House races, thanks to mail-in voting. That's a disaster. Let's stop pretending that it's not. But at the same time, we shouldn't let our focus on voting machines distract us from all that happened earlier this month. The 2020 presidential election was not fair. No honest person would claim that it was fair. On many levels, the system was rigged against one candidate and in favor of another. And it was rigged in ways that were not hidden from view. We all saw it happen. The media openly colluded with the Democratic nominee. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris refused to explain what they would do if they were elected. That's never happened before. Okay, that is a statement that makes absolutely no sense. And why it doesn't make any sense is 
First of all, the media colluding with the Democrats, that's an oxymoron. You look at every Sunday program, Republicans are always very well represented. And of course, Democrats, uh, we get somebody here and there every so often. But here's the kicker. He said that, the, that never did they request of the Biden team what they stood for, but somehow did of Donald Trump. Let's remember one thing, and those that are politically aware would, would remember this. The Democrats had a platform that they ran on. They had a platform. It was a negotiated platform between the different factions within the Democratic Party. So they knew the people who voted, if they wanted to know what Democrats stood for, they could always go to the platform and there were items and items of what Democrats stood for. Guess what happened with the Republicans? Donald Trump had no platform. After the Republican convention, they decided they did not need a platform. So what Tucker Carlson is saying there is completely false. It's a lie. In any presidential election in American history, but the media allowed them to do it. At the same time, beginning in the spring, Democrats used our public health emergency for nakedly partisan ends. They punished Trump supporters for trying to gather, but they exempted their own activists, rioters and vandals from BLM and Antifa from the COVID lockdown. Completely a lie. The truth of the matter is back in February, Donald Trump knew that the coronavirus was lethal, more lethal than anything else. Even as time went on, he never told his people and he encouraged the official manslaughter of his own constituents by going to his rallies and doing these other things. Now think about this. He did that while on the left, Yes, there were protests over the murder of uh, black men in the streets by police officers. There were protests for other issues. But guess what was the difference between the protests done by the left and the protests done by uh, and the protests done by the right or people supporting Donald Trump? The people on the left, most of the times, a preponderance of masks were always worn. On the other side, they wanted to have nothing to do with it because their fuhrer told them that it will be okay. It will be okay. You need not have to wear wear masks because this stuff is just another flu, even as Donald Trump knew better. So let's really get these things right. And to call uh, the, a lot of the violence that was occurring during some of the protests, let's remember that the right wing sent in a lot of covert people and all of the folks that have been arrested thus far, I think sans one, they were infiltrators who did the breaking of glasses, the throwing of at police officers, etc., and the killing of others with uh, with AR-15s. Those were all done. The violence was perpetrated by the right, not the left. Downs entirely. They said this out loud. The restrictions they did enforce crushed America's small businesses, the heart of the Republican Party. And yet they made their own donors fantastically richer. Jeff Bezos alone saw his net worth jump by more than $70 billion during the pandemic. Then Democrats used the coronavirus to change our system of voting. They vastly increased the number of mail-in ballots because they knew their candidates... Now I need to stop here, first of all, as far as small businesses. It's, it's silly to think about small businesses as being solely Republican and somehow the policies to shut the system down had anything to do with to hurt small businesses. Yes, it hurts small businesses and yes, that when you shut down, it hurts small businesses and when you shut down, companies like Amazon and all of those did humongously better. But you know what? 
the policies that progressives stand for would have recovered the, that overflow of cash that would have gone to the, that had gone to the Amazons, etc., and reincorporated that into policies to support the businessmen. Right now, it is Republicans who are preventing all the PPE, all the PPP. Uh, monies from going into small businesses, going into the people's hands. So no, it isn't the left that is attempting to hurt the community. It's the it's the Republican leadership that prevents all this money from being taken from those people who have been have gotten the windfall and pass it back to where it belongs. You don't you don't save business by allowing more people to die, which is what they want to do. And that had nothing to do with Bezos. The policies of Donald Trump was perfectly happy for Jeff Bezos. And as far as mail-in votes being somehow uh, sub suspicious, let's listen to this and then I'll take it on the other side. Benefit from less secure voting. They were right. They used the courts to neutralize the Republican Party's single most effective get-out-the-vote operation, which for generations had been the National Rifle Association. Not enough has been written about this, but anyone on the ground saw it. Thanks to legal harassment from the left, the NRA played a vastly reduced role in this election, and that made a huge difference. Um, the NRA? Really? Do you really want to go there, Carlson? The NRA in New York was sued because what they were doing was ripping off their members. These... NRA executives were buying $1,000 clothes, flying private jets. They were doing all these things. They're constantly begging for money. Please, we have to make sure that they don't take away your gun rights. Progressives have never wanted to take away your gun rights or your Second Amendment rights. They never wanted to do that. They fool you. They lie to you into believing that so that you can give them money. And when they get the money, guess what they do? Those private jets, those expensive clothes. And when one of their own could take it no more. One of their own NRA executives could not take the theft anymore. They reported it. So let's get real here. The NRA wasn't attacked by the left. The NRA was stealing. The NRA was a fraudulent organization that was stealing from its constituency. That means your dues that you're paying to the NRA was going to enrich a few of the executives. Let's be real and tell the truth. In swing states like Pennsylvania and others. But above all, Democrats harnessed the power of big tech to win this election. Virtually all news and all information in the English-speaking world travels through a single company, Google. A huge percentage of our political debates take place on Facebook and Twitter. If you use technology to censor the ideas that people are allowed to express online, ultimately you control how the population votes. And that's exactly what they did. They rigged the election in front of all of us and nobody did anything about it now that last point is so funny because we know from documentaries that were done that there was a concerted effort by the social media campaign by donald trump using several companies and and harvesting data from facebook to itemize and convince people uh, of things, creating uh, rallies that uh, false rallies from Russia. All these things are documented that it was the Trump administration in 2016 that used social media to control people's minds in the way they did that were to create false realities. They did that. We know about it. We understood it. It's documented. There are several HBO documentaries that were done about it. I can't remember any of them right now. But let's also remember that the, the owner of Facebook, uh, 
went ahead and had lunch with Donald Trump. And let's also remember that he told his own employees that they should take it easy on messages from the right. Remember, that's also documented and easily found. But more importantly, it, uh, we cannot. How do we allow a platform with people using unlimited advertising money to lie to the American populace. Look at what Donald Trump is doing. Look at what he has said about uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, the people are not supposed to be able to vote by mail. Not true. He lies and he lies and he lies. Should that be put out at, at, from the president's account as if it's factual? No. It goes with an errata. And the errata says, this is not true. Here is where you can find the true uh, information. To call that stifling political speech is not true at all. To call it this, the, the, making sure that the American people are not misled, lied to by people of power, that is what the media is supposed to do, that is what Facebook is supposed to do, and that's what we hope they do more of, not less of. So, Tucker Carlson, what you said, you had a probably 10% uh, truths in there. But most of it that you had, they were just uh, categorical lies meant to appease your side and meant to mislead your side into believing that somehow they are the aggrieved in this election. They are not the aggrieved. In fact, if more of them were more enlightened, were telling the received more of the truth, we would not have had this problem that we have right now in this country. You've lied to them, you've misled your people, and in doing so, you have hurt the country. I consider what you have done treasonous. You are a traitor to the American people. Uh, not the legal, may not be legally so, but traitor nonetheless. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.